Welcome to today's episode. My name is Armand, and you're listening to La Chismosa Diaries, your go-to spot to get in on the tea surrounding sex, relationships, self-care, and navigating creative spaces as a bomb-ass person of color. Think of it like swapping stories with your girls over a glass of wine, or 10, all while celebrating the intersections of queerness, brownness, and creativity. Welcome back to the podcast, you guys. This is Arman, your host, you know, just your friendly neighborhood, Chismosa. And today it's just me. I do not have a guest today for today's episode because this is actually a very unplanned. <laughs> this episode is not planned at all. I actually just felt like I wanted to come and sit and have a chat and just talk about a few things on my mind. This is the space for that. I keep saying that, that this is the space for our experiences, um, past, current, future. Does that make sense? I don't know. (laughs) And that's what we're doing today. So it's just me. um, And I've been thinking a lot about, you know, like I've said, I've mentioned that this space is for us being super unedited actually about our experiences and finding community in that and being super real about what we're talking about and it's interesting that for me you know I I know that that's what this space is and I know that that's for me exactly what I intend to use it for but within that there is a component of vulnerability and being able to talk about things super unedited and to talk about them in the most real way is actually a very vulnerable space to be in. And it's really funny that that's the case because vulnerability is such a struggle. It is an absolute struggle for me. I am that person that will run the absolute opposite way. And I want to take the time now because I'm feeling inspired to sit down and explore this a little bit more. I had a very beautiful conversation the other day with my tia. Shout out to my tia Leti. Hey, girl. Um, We had a really amazing conversation actually surrounding vulnerability and surrounding fear. And I had posed kind of a question to myself like, girl, are you afraid to love? Like, are you afraid to fall in love? And when I say that, I'm kind of generally speaking, just in regards in regarding connections, whether that be friendship or romantic, whatever the in-betweens are, um, a lot of the connections that we create in our lifetimes, right, are based out of love. You know, we don't choose to go spend time with the group of people that we call our friends if we don't have love for them. Um, just the same as spending time with a significant other. I mean, obviously, that is due to the fact that you have a certain amount of love for that person, right? And it's not a newsflash that to love is to be vulnerable. So let's dive in. I want to dive into that because not only did I have this really incredible conversation with my tia the other day, but also... I'm low-key struggling. (laughs) I'm low-key struggling with vulnerability. And to allow me to kind of step into why and to what it's rooted in, I really want 
to speak on it. So when I was having this conversation with my PI, I was telling her that whenever I'm getting to know somebody, whether we're um, just starting out or we've been seeing each other for a little bit and we're dating, going on dates. I know people say like when you're just talking, I'm doing air quotes, like they like to say just talking, but I think if you're going on dates with somebody pretty consistently, you're dating them. I don't, obviously that doesn't necessarily mean that you're, there's a title attached or whatever, but I'm referencing that as I'm calling it dating moving forward, just to let everyone know. (laughs) So when I'm getting to know someone and, and we're going on dates, I was telling her that there's always a point for me where it feels like I am standing on the edge of a cliff. (laughs) So dramatic, I know. (laughs) And dramatic, but very real. So I'll just, I'll just say that. Um, And it feels like if I am to move forward, as if, as in jump off the cliff, it is stepping into emotional investment. And if I am then not moving over the cliff, but moving backwards, like going away from the edge of the cliff, it's in my mind, a form of self-preservation. I'm going to get into that, but really what this comes down to, right, is vulnerability. This moment for me that happens every single time, especially when I'm really vibing with somebody, it is a moment of absolute terror. It is terrifying for me. Because for those that know me, but also how, you know, what I've mentioned um, in previous episodes is I am an extremely emotional person. Not only um, do I feel everything from zero to 60, but it is extremely deep for me. I wear that shit on my sleeve, my face, that everywhere. <laughs> It's just how it is. And so when I think about standing at the edge of the cliff, knowing that if I were to jump off and dive straight into feeling extremely emotionally invested in whatever is going on with this person, it is a moment of, for me, that is terrifying in a way of knowing how deep that's going to feel. And I think something that I said in a previous episode to quote myself, y'all can fact check me because I'm not sure if I'm quoting myself correctly. But I think I said something about finding a balance between not being too invested until it's earned, but not being completely disinterested when it could be good. Literally that, but like the struggle (laughs) with that, right? That's how I'm feeling. And so what I was describing to her was this moment for me that the little voice in the back of my head that is like, girl, we have been down this road. You have gotten hurt too many times. It didn't work out the first time when you were emotionally invested. It didn't work out the second, the third, the fourth, the fifth. It didn't work out. Step away from the edge of the cliff and run the opposite way because what are you doing here again? Like, don't you know better by now? That's the little voice in the back of my head. But now what I'm realizing is that 
is that little voice just fearful of vulnerability? Am I allowing myself to feed into my fear of vulnerability that I'm not going to step forward off the cliff because I don't know what the outcome is going to be. I'm too scared. I don't want to feel sad and heartbroken like I have a million times over because I do feel that deeply. And I know that that's not the same for everybody. I know that not everyone feels as deeply as I do, and that's okay. But what scares me with that is to know myself and to know how I feel and to know the depth of my emotions and how fucking overwhelming that is. Do I want to go down that road again? And what I kind of basically was using a little bit as an argument was that, you know, this idea, like I said, I was going to dive into this more, the idea of self-preservation. I mean, as a, as a species, like we're hardwired to be in survival mode, right? And it's almost second nature for us to step away from things that seem risky or dangerous, things that are the unknown, right? Things that we don't know what the outcome is going to be. Am I going to be extremely happy? Am I going to be sad as fuck? And that truly, truly kicks in whenever I am getting to know somebody because I know how hard I've fallen in the past. And so it's like the alarm bells are like, I don't know, this is seemingly very this is seemingly very familiar from the last time. Like, I don't know if we want to go down here again. And what was really powerful in my conversation with my Thea was that she then posed a counter argument and said to me, you know, you're at a place of getting to know somebody new and starting to fear to to feel fearful of becoming too invested because then the fear of it not working out creeps in. And so you're like, well, if I'm too invested and it doesn't work out, then I'm screwed. She says to me that really I owe it to myself to explore how I'm feeling and to explore something new that's potentially just beginning or that's blossoming or whatever. And I was like, first, like, damn, okay, real as fuck. But also, it's hard for me to swallow that, to say to myself, yeah, I owe it to myself. I, I think rationally, I think we all know, rationally, we can say to ourselves that there are certain things that, yes, I owe it to myself to explore that. But it doesn't take away, at least for me, the obstacle of feeling like, why well, I still have to get over my fear. I know rationally, but my fear is irrational. And that is a very, very difficult obstacle to overcome. So I think knowing and understanding that moving forward, either way, really, right? Going over the cliff, stepping away from it, that it's a, a matter of vulnerability for me. 
And then when I ask myself the question, are you afraid to love? I mean, the short answer is yes. And the quick explanation is just the one word is, or well, I guess it could be a phrase of not wanting to be vulnerable. And so it made me think about times in my past that I've been vulnerable and that maybe it didn't work out. And then I thought, well, this is exactly why I don't do this. This is exactly why I don't allow myself to be vulnerable because it's bitten me in the ass. And so to acknowledge that, that it's a matter of vulnerability is, first of all, really huge for me. And I think big for anybody. But then to also think about and kind of go a little bit deeper to think about, okay, I know that I've had experiences to where my vulnerability has been thrown back in my face. But that doesn't take away the fact that I still, there are still things that I do that are little bits and pieces of vulnerability. And I think that in order for me to get over or to work through and unpack a fear of being vulnerable with another person is to also acknowledge the ways that I am extremely vulnerable and to, you know, acknowledge those and honor those and to allow myself to take that in and to not feel completely like, oh, I just don't do vulnerability at all. I, I do. Just not maybe in my mind in this big gesture, but there are little things that I do. If you're listening and we've ever talked and went on dates, <laughs> for me to, like, I'm trying to think of, like, little ways. If I sent you a playlist of music that I like and that I love, that was me being vulnerable. If I'm telling you that I have this podcast, because for me, this podcast is a very special place where I can talk my shit out, that's me being vulnerable. Me being naked in front of somebody and physical intimacy is vulnerability, 100%. I think that, just to go on a quick little tangent here, <laughs> I think that's been a super crazy thing to explain to people about my, you know, why physical intimacy is such a huge thing for me. Because for me, the baseline is always the emotional connection before the physical one. If I am physically intimate with someone, I'm feeling emotionally some type of way about that person. And to move to that step for me is, is just a level of vulnerability that is crazy in my mind. So then what is difficult for me is when that is not completely understood by people I have been involved with, am involved with, when that's not completely understood, that that for me is vulnerability. 
that's where the like disappointment starts to um, seep in. The disappointment and the the little like sliver feelings of rejection. And my Aquarius moon is like, all right, I'm feeling a little bit of rejection. I am just going to step away from this entire situation. And that's rough, right? Because that's not necessarily fair. But who is it not fair for? I think it's not fair for both parties involved. And, and it's just now that I'm speaking on vulnerability and speaking on behaviors and actions that I take that are fear-based, it's allowing me to open up myself and my eyes and my mind to the ways in which I do practice vulnerability and the ways that I completely run away from it. And it's been really just crazy and wild. And, and all of that for me is information. It's information and in knowing how to move forward. It's information and in knowing how to unpack certain things. It's information and in knowing what I still need to process and what I've accomplished in regards to the inner work that I'm doing so that my connections and relationships and my friendships and my romantic partnerships can be healthy. I mean, that's just wild to think about in and of itself. But it's absolutely mind-blowing for me to even say that out loud, I think. So I'm really happy that that, that was something that was posed to me uh, uh, yeah, post me as a question or a counter argument, you know, in a sense of making me think more. Think more about how I maneuver forming and building connections and relationships for the rest of my time here on this earth, right? So it's it's a lot. It's a lot to take in. There's a lot that I feel personally that I need to unlearn still and unpack and process and all of that stuff it's all a day-to-day thing but I'm allowed to feel like that's okay right so I (laughs) I actually never really know how to (laughs) end these episodes but I definitely know today I want to end this little chat here with all of you just by talking about and reflecting on some things that I'm learning um, when it comes to uh, vulnerability in relationships. Um, So yeah, let's get into that, okay? Number one, first and motherfucking foremost, validate your goddamn feelings, okay? We are here in a space where we are validating our feelings I feel like sometimes I will feel some type of way and then will make excuses as to why I shouldn't be feeling that way, right? And I'm sorry, that's just not it, okay? We are not doing that here. That's not it. We're validating our feelings. You're feeling some type of way. Feel how you feel. Spend however much time you feel like you need doing that and then 
put some action into it, right? So that's number one. Validate your feelings. Today, I am feeling like it's the goddamn struggle bus and I'm driving when it comes to vulnerability and when it comes to how I feel and taking next steps in regards to getting to know someone and and my fears related to stepping forward in that. That's how I'm feeling today. And I'm owning that because normally I would push that shit away and pretend like it's not happening. And I'm sorry, that's just not, it. that can't be what is con- continuously happening, right? Because then what progress is there? So validate your fucking feelings. Allow yourself to feel the way that you're feeling. Acknowledge that shit. Process it. And then move forward. That's number one. Number two. What was interesting too about going back to the conversation with Maitia was that we brought up a lot of the stuff that we had talked about before. And what's very interesting about feeling the way that I'm feeling currently is that Girl, I was going through it this time last year, too. And it was really a very rough moment for me. It was a very tough um, place to be in emotionally that had to deal with a relationship that ended. And what one of the most powerful things that Maitia had said to me during that time And when I was explaining to her how deeply I was feeling and how I didn't ever want to be in a, in a space that, that I was feeling this deeply, this sad, this, this frustrated, this, this heartbroken, right? Because my emotions are deep. It's going to be like full on. And her response to me, of course, like she always does, because she's that girl, was, a question. And the question was, would you rather feel the highs and the the highs of the the highest of the highs? Oh my God, I'm getting this wrong. The highest of the highs and the lowest of the lows or feel absolutely nothing at all? Would you want to feel all of it or feel absolutely numb? And we know what the answer is. I know what the answer is. I would rather feel absolutely everything. The highest of the highs and the lowest of the lows, knowing that my ass specifically feels that shit to my core. But I don't want to not feel anything. And I think that that's something that you also should think about as well, that we all should think about as well. What are we doing in our daily lives that are shielding us from feeling how we're actually feeling? That's number two, all right? And number three, I think, is going back to a lot of the behaviors that we have, whether they're culturally based, whether they're, you know, social norms that we just accept, that say it's okay to behave and to act out of fear to not do things, to not say things, to not talk about things, to not explore things 
because it's deemed too risky or too dangerous because we're too afraid to step into the unknown. We're not doing that anymore. I'm not doing that anymore. I'm not allowing myself to, to, to miss out on experiences because I don't know the outcome. Yeah, that's a hard pill to swallow. I'm 100% still grappling with that today. I'm like, I don't know. But it is what it is. How am I going to sit back and not allow myself the potential of experiencing something fucking amazing because I'm scared that it might turn out badly? Can I reconcile that with the fact that it was amazing for a certain amount of time? Even if the outcome wasn't great? What else is life about? I don't know. The way that I am starting to formulate my perspective on life is very much that. That it's about the experiences that we have. And that if I'm stopping myself from having certain experiences, I'm doing a disservice to myself regardless of the outcome, regardless if I end up extremely happy or extremely heartbroken. What else can I say other than to know that I stepped into something knowing that I'm going to get the full experience? Because why else are we doing this simulation for? (laughs) Like, Why else? If not for that, right? So that's number three. I think we're going to keep it there (laughs) because, yeah, I mean, for me, that's what we're focusing on. And what's also really interesting about the time and space that we're in right now is that literally as I'm recording this, I've just entered the first hour of my Venus return. Venus is now in Leo. And that shit is all about speaking and acting courageously about love. And about, you know, I mean, right, we talked about love and vulnerability being like intertwined. But it's also a stepping away from like that, oh, I'm scared of vulnerability, blah, 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 bullshit. So I'm feeling, I'm talking about vulnerability right now, feeling extremely vulnerable, but also feeling super courageous and super brave and being able to speak on it. And that's, you know, with help with all the energy going on in the, in, in the sky right now. So I think that that is just um, also super special for how I'm feeling and what this episode is about and hopefully what you can also grasp from, from it too. Um, yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah. I, I like that. I do. So I think my little chat could end there. (laughs) Um, thank you for listening. Seriously. And I genuinely do hope that you can take away something from it. And that there's some sort of resonance for you in a way that, because I know, I know that I'm not the only one that feels this way. 
you know? But it's hard to talk about. So I'm talking about it. Connect with me in the podcast at Lachismosa Diaries on Instagram and let's talk about it. I'd love to hear from you guys. Seriously. Um, yeah, connect with me on, on IG. Also, too, because I'm doing God's work, um, I've mentioned previously that I have a bunch of thirst traps on my personal account at army underscore alv on Instagram. You know, you can hit me up there, too. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think we're, we're good. I think we're going to close out on this one. I will catch you guys next time. Bye.